0: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
1: Dominic team reigns supreme in
0: the desert. It's been more than two and a half years since the last ball was played in Indian Wells. Now the tennis world has returned to Southern California. It's a fall edition of TC Live from Tennis Paradise. How will this freshly minted U.S. Open champion deal with the pressure of being the top seed? As the Teen Queens are taking center stage on the women's side, our experts tell you who they think has the best shot of winning in the desert. Plus, Serena isn't here this year, but we explore what her playing future looks like moving forward at 40 years young. Next stop, Tennis Paradise. TC Live starts right now. 31 months in the making. We are back. Welcome to TC Live from the BNP Paribas Open. Presented all two weeks by our friends at Verbo. Your together awaits. And we have waited more than two years to return to tennis paradise. Normally a spring fling. Indian Wells home to a glorious fall ball this season. And the desert will be an oasis for fresh faces and new talent to thrive. Those fresh faces, three rising teenagers set to make their Indian Wells debuts. We will tell you which one could win it all, plus Serena Williams just turned 40, what that means on the quest for 24 majors, and the always entertaining DraftKings player pools previews. The players so happy to be back to one of their favorite destinations indian wells california Emma kanu coming off that u.s open title the talk of the tennis world got a wild card here she is the 17 seed will make her indian wells debut on friday a lot of americans in action as well taylor fritz socal native the 31 seed gets a first round bye. he could meet brandon nakashima in his first match and how about madison keys Starts the night session on stadium court tonight. She will take on the always dangerous Kaya Kanepi. Madison Keys looking to snap a six-match losing streak. We welcome you to TC Live at Indian Wells presented by, by Verbo. Uh, we have a beautiful scene here. <laughs> Tennis Channel so proud to bring you first ball to last coverage of Indian Wells for the very first time. More than 120 hours of live coverage right here. Steve Weisman, alongside my friends from a world number six Indian Wells doubles champion Chanda Rubin and from a family of tennis royalty Prakash Worldwide, My Prakash Amitraj. Great to see both of you. Prakash got in his lift last night, yeah. right when he got to town. So so we are swole. We are ready to go. What, what are you <laughs> no, looking forward no, to, Steve, Chanda? Steve,
2: you are swole. <laughs> Overachievers.
3: I see. He's coming through that shirt. First thing I said to him, well, what are you doing these days, Weissman? Looking good. A lot of
0: yoga. A lot of yoga. A little sculpt. Appreciate you. <laughs> a little sculpt. Okay, you're going to have to talk <laughs> yeah, about that later.
2: Offline. Offline.
0: Who's going to sculpt their way to a title? What, what, are, the, what are the major storylines? We haven't been here in more than two and a Half years.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a major storyline in and of itself. But I think the fact that the women's draw is so wide open. And we saw at the US Open two teenagers get to the final, totally unexpected. And I think we're going to see more of that as this tournament progresses and maybe through the end of this year. But for me, that's a huge part of it. We're talking teenagers, Emma Raducanu, who has been so impressive. How will she start her desert campaign? She's going into tournaments now, you know, not having been in this position at all. And, and she's going in as a star. Uh, So I think it'll be interesting to see how they sort of make their ways through the draw. We haven't talked as much about Coco Golf as a result of it. She's still a teenager. (laughs) And, And what will she do here? She's been on the way up. So very interesting to see how this tournament shapes up.
3: Well, first of all, I am so excited to be here with you guys and be back in Indian Wells. In fact, producers told me that they got me on a four-day delay because I'm so excited. You don't know what's (laughs) going to come out of my mouth. But in keeping with the young ladies that have been playing so well, I got my eyes on the young Americans. Uh, Look, Brandon Nakashima, Jensen Brooksby, and Sebastian corda they've been having phenomenal summers and phenomenal years. And you know what? Indian Wells is at a unique time this year. They have the summer behind them now to kind of bring that momentum into a giant event here in the So, I'm looking for them to cause a little ruffles in the draw.
0: Little ruffles. I I love to hear it. We are so happy to be back here because it's been so long, and we will be your home for the next two weeks leading up to first ball every single day. Our featured matches today begins on stadium court. We've got Yulia Putin-Seva taking on Andrea Petkovic. Looking for a little revenge Andrea Petkovic beat her earlier this summer. Sloan Stevens, Heather Watson, that's a big-time matchup. What's the biggest match of the day, Chanda? I
2: mean, Certainly, we're going to be looking at that Kaya Kanepi-Madison Keys match. Mm. That starts the night session. Madison Keys, you mentioned, struggling a bit with the confidence, has lost a handful of matches in a row. Kanepi is always dangerous. They had a battle the last time they played at the U.S. Open, uh, but this will be an interesting one, and I think an important one for Madison Keys to try to get a little bit of momentum.
3: Uh, a bunch of great Americans in There, so I got my eyes on Sloan Stevens. She'll have a tough one against Heather Watson today. Interestingly, she's got a losing record two and four against Heather Watson, but Heather's coming in having lost her last three, four matches. So I think, especially on these courts, I probably tend to favor Sloan. Courts are a little bit slower, they're gonna have some long points. Sloan probably has a bit more firepower. I like the American
0: winner, plays Jesse Pagula. if you thought about the last time we were here at Indian Wells to think that Jesse Pagula would be ranked ahead of Sloan yeah. Stevens and the seeded player, but Sloan ha- has progressed during this summer, got that big win against Madison Keys. Where do you think Sloan Stevens is right now?
2: No, I think it helps. I think just building that bit of confidence, getting matches under her belt. She hasn't been able to put together, you know, three or four in a row. I think that's the next step for Sloan Stevens. She looks fit. You know, if she is ready to play and ready to fight, she is dangerous against any opponent, but that's going to be the question in the match today. Today.
0: She looks happy. She, she's been training with Diego Moyano. Okay. She's out on the courts taking selfies. I mean, I feel like she's in a good spot, Prakash.
3: She is. Socially yesterday, she threw up the fact that she made the entire team do wall yes. it not just her. So she's getting everybody involved. By the way, Diego's not going to have any problem with that. That boy is a beast. But listen, Sloan, a lot of it is about confidence. She lost a tough one in Chicago early last week. But for her, she does the intangible so well when she's playing well. Those big points, she's finding a way to not make errors, finding a way to make the Opponent beat you as opposed to doing anything too much on her own so again it's just about a matter of stringing together some wins
0: looking forward to it we will break down all of the first round matches coming up later in the show well in 2019 we had a champion that was busting onto the scene her name Bianca Andrescu 31 months ago announced her arrival on the WTA winning the event as an 18 year old wildcard ranked 60 in the world Took out Angie Kerber in the final, and she will finally get a chance to defend that title. Bianca Andreescu, your defending champion here at Indian Wells. Take a look at the top ten seeds on the women's side. Chanda, in 2019, Iga Swiatek and Barbora Krejčíková were both ranked outside the top 120. Now they are the two and three seeds.
2: Yeah, we've had a lot of changes over you know the last 24, 12 months to 24 months, and. Some players we wouldn't have expected that have stepped up, that have won majors, that have put themselves squarely into the conversation. We have Maria Sakri, who broke into the top 10 for the first time. She has been playing with tremendous confidence. And, you know, I think all of that inspiration they see from young players coming up and winning unexpectedly makes uh, these other players around them feel like they can do it as well. And and we saw that with Barbora Krejcikova. She was such a great story um, at Roland Garros. And I think she's inspired a lot of other players.
3: Listen, I've said this for quite some time now. I think the women's game is in such an exciting point right now. There are so many players, Chanda, as you said, who can be winning these big events. And uh, we have some new players that are all of a sudden sneaking in at later ages. Sakari just posted after she popped into the top 10. At 26 years old, she said, you know what, I think this is even a bigger achievement because a lot of players come out, they're playing well, boom, they're in the top 10. But me, I've had my ups and downs, and to get it later in your career gives me even a greater sense of confidence. And you have Grand Slam champions like Garbine Muguruza, who all of a sudden are finding their form again. She picked up a title last week in Chicago. So Again, tough to go either way, but we're going to see some exciting stuff towards
0: the latter part of the week. Chanda, it is women's only Wednesday. We are starting play. All the ladies in action today. And if you look at the U.S. Open, we had two players that were not in the top ten seeds. We had Layla Fernandez in the final against Emma Radicano. We just saw the top seeds here at Indian Wells. Do you think the winner is going to come from them, or would you take a better chance at somebody outside the top ten seeds winning here?
2: You know, I think – I think it's gonna come from those, you know, top seeds. I think there there's a good mixture. I mean there's nobody there you would say is just gonna blow everything out of the water and is a lock. So I think there's gonna be some unexpected results, but the fact that you've got such a variety of players in the top, you've got, you know, different ages, you've got players that have made these unexpected breakthroughs. I think this is an opportunity kind of to kind of solidify and especially the fact that Indian Wells now is at this time of the year Mm -hmm. towards the end of the season. There's a lot of points at stake, players fighting uh, for, you know, the the spots getting into the season ending championships. So I think we're going to see it from that group. But we'll have some surprises. Listen, I think
3: it's a little bit different than the men's side. On the men's side, you've got a couple players that have kind of separated themselves a little bit. I think Zverev and Medvedev on a hard court, they might be playing just a, a little bit above. There are players who can certainly challenge them, but you have that on the men's side. Chand, as you said, on the women's side, it's, it's really even all the way through. It's a matter of who's going to adjust to the conditions, who's not feeling too tired because Indian Wells is at this point in the season as opposed to in March. It's a,
0: it's a bit of a toss-up, but it's going to make it very exciting for all of us sitting up here. <laughs> it absolutely will. And speaking of the men's side, for the first time in nearly 20 years, no former champions are in the draw. So that could be wide open as well. That includes the defending champion, Dominic Thiem, won his first Masters title here back in 2019, came from a set-down to beat Roger Federer in that final the world number eight hasn't played since June and gave us an update on his injured wrist this week.
4: That's very, very good news. I won't need a surgery. It's looking stable and it's looking good my wrist. And the next week, of course, I have to make it more flexible. I have to strengthen my wrist. I have to do everything to prepare to slowly start playing tennis again. And I'm looking forward so much to that. It's been Pretty long time without the record. I honestly
0: missed it. And a huge thanks to all the fans who supported me. Well, that is fantastic news. We are happy to hear it, Dominic, who is a member of the Tennis Channel family now, joined us during the U.S. Open, was a fantastic analyst back in Austria. He was doing his rehab.
3: What do we do? We give him this week off. I mean, does he have to get back to practicing, rehabbing? What's going on?
0: (laughs) We have a lot of guests coming out throughout the week, and maybe Dominic team will show up. But how about not having to have surgery? I mean, that's fantastic news.
2: No, that's a huge part of it. When you have to have surgery, it just adds a whole different level of, you know, rehabbing, recovery, and also uncertainty in terms of how the results will be. So good news that surgery is not required. Hopefully he can get back, take the time he needs, especially with it being towards the end of the year. Doesn't have to feel that pressure to get back sooner rather than, later and the fact that he works for tennis channel that's motivation enough he's like i'm not ready for these hours yet i want to be outside in the sun so looking forward to getting him back out i
0: feel like some of the players may want to get in the air conditioning here and 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 talk to us and get out of that true story listen i've had a lot of players come up here trying to get in here absolutely let's take a look at the top 10 seats on the men's side and check this out p i mean We've got everybody 25 years old or younger. There are no big three here in the desert this year.
3: And listen, what did we hear the last few years? Oh, we'll never see all the young guys come up on the men's side again. And, and look at what we're seeing now. Again, beautiful time right now. Men are trying to catch up to the women. Get it? Very exciting. Anyone can win. You know who I got my eye on is Felix Auger Aliassime. I think at the beginning of the year when he started working with Tony Nadal, got uh, wasn't really settled into it. Then all of a sudden, nice quarterfinal at Wimbledon. First quarter of a slam. Semi-finals at the U.S. Open, really settling in, playing some great tennis. We'll look, look for him to possibly make a title run here.
0: It's fascinating because the last time we were here at Indian Wells, Roger Federer led the all-time men's singles Grand Slam champions list, 2017 15. So Rafa had mm. 17, mm-hmm. Djokovic had 15. Now we're all at 20, I mean, yeah. and that's the last time we were here, but you take a look at that. You got Daniil Medvedev, who's the top seat. Now he's a major champion, Shanda.
2: Yeah, you, and you throw in some of these other guys, as Prakash mentioned, Felix up there, Matteo Berrettini's up there. You've got Zverev, who's an Olympic champ now. He's got a new level of confidence, and I think, you know, when you look at the opportunity that is there, when you don't have some names that are absent, you know, who's going to fill that void? They see Medvedev winning the U.S. Open. That's got to be a huge inspiration, and For some of those guys to say, you know what, I was just as close or I was maybe closer, I can get it this time. And this would be a huge stepping stone. This is a big event, and it also sets these players up for a strong finish to the end of this year uh, where anything can happen.
3: And Chand as you mentioned, all the players looking at a guy like Daniel having that big breakthrough in New York. It's not like the big three where they were almost a little bit untouchable. They're looking at them like, oh, wow, well, it's them winning it. Now, all of a sudden, you're seeing guys who you think are your peers, your colleagues, who are winning these big events, and you're like, man, I should be standing there also. And since we are at Indian Wells, i got to mention Night Train, because last time we were here, our boy threw up some bars out there, Dennis he, we'll he see. He needed his
0: phone. He, had, had he, to, you know, he I, didn't
3: I, memorize the lyrics. He had to cough. Listen, up. just as his tennis game has progressed, I think his rap game has imp- <laughs> progressed too, so... Hopefully he'll drop some bars. But listen, he could be ready for a big run, too.
0: He's going to bring that drip drip. We we, we absolutely know that. I see what you did (laughs) there. I see what what you're all
2: talking about. We out here, Chandy. You know the vibe. (laughs) The drip drip. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot to get to over the next hour leading up to first ball here. Day one at Indian Wells. We'll break down the first round matches today. Plus, John Wertham writes his latest unstrung on a special celebration for Serena Williams. And if she'll celebrate another major title, coming up.
1: Tennis Channel's coverage of the 2021 BNP Paribas Open is presented by BNP Paribas, the bank for a changing world.
0: Chanda Prakash back with you on TCLiveTennis.com. More than just a website, it's your home for the entire sport. Get breaking news, real-time match scores, player profiles, and much more all in one place. Right now, David Kane has a story on Arena Sabalenka checking in from Indian Wells Quarantine. Well, What are the players going to be dealing with on the court? Here's Fox Weather with today's forecast.
2: I'm meteorologist Britta Merwin, and here's your BMP Paribas Open Weather Forecast. It's a hot one in Indian Wells today, 93 degrees. Sunshine in the morning, giving way to some clouds in the afternoon. For more information, go to foxweather.com. Precise, personal, powerful. Fox weather coming in October.
0: Oh, it is hot. We are already sweating. Our daily coverage starts with TC Live 1 p.m. Eastern every day here, followed by the day session. We also have live coverage on our Sinclair Regional Sports Networks. With Leif Shiras and Jan Michael Gamble, the night session starts at 9 p.m. Eastern with Encore coverage up until TC Live. Keep whatever device you use on Tennis Channel all day, every day. Top of the hour, it is our first match on stadium court. Yulia Seva taking on Andrea Petkovich. Putinseva looking for her 31st win of the season. Back with some Serena Williams talk after this.
1: Tennis Channel Live at the BNP Paribas Open is presented by Verbo. Your Together Awaits.
0: Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Chanda Steve Prakash back on TC Live, presented by Verbo. Serena Williams celebrated her 40th birthday on September 26th. In tennis scoring, when you reach 40, you've got game point. John Wertheim explores how Serena got there and whether she can close out the game with another major title.
4: Let's begin by toasting the first 40 years. Serena Williams achieved more before hitting the four-decade mark than any ten people will accomplish in ten lifetimes. Serena didn't so much break barriers as she destroyed them, much as she does tennis balls. She authored the most improbable story, never mind sports story, you could ever hope to cook up. She became a wife and a mother, and both an aspirational and inspirational figure to countless fans. And then, of course, there is the bit about her tennis. First breaking through at the 1999 US Open, more than 21 years ago, in the Clinton presidency, she won 23 major titles in all, and that's just singles. Teaming with her older sister, she won 14 major doubles titles as well, to go with Olympic gold medals, the 855 match wins, the 50 other titles not won at majors, We can keep going here. For all those successes, age 39 was a rough tennis year for Serena Williams. No titles, injuries at two of the three majors she entered, ill health that prevented her from playing the U.S. Open in 2021. What will her 41st year bring? The hope for her fans, and her motivation for continuing, it's no secret. It's the elusive 24th singles major, which would tie her with Margaret Court for the all-time record. Is it realistic? In January, it will mark 5 full years since number 23, and common sense would suggest that the older she gets, the more the odds go down. And yet, is it any more unlikely than what happened at the previous major? That is, if a teenage qualifier ranked outside the top 100 can string together seven main draw wins, can't the most accomplished player of the last half century do the same? So Serena plays on into her fifth decade. Tell 20-year-old or even 30-year-old Serena Williams that she, joining her sister, would still be at it late in 2021, and she likely would have laughed that familiar laugh. We all would have. No one saw this longevity coming. Then again, it prompts the question, since when was any part of this remarkable story ever even remotely predictable?
0: John Wertheim reporting. Her Instagram profile states, I'm Olympia's mom. So the priorities have changed a little bit. uh, But the goal remains the same. It's the all-time majors list. It's going for 24. Uh, Prakash, what do you think this new year of life has in store for Serena on the court?
3: Well, uh, listen, I'm absolutely not ruling out her winning another Grand Slam. I think especially with her watching the U.S. Open, watching where the women's game is right now, extremely competitive, but... A lot of these players haven't been at that elite air where it's very tough to breathe. So, you know, looking at the great champions of the past, like Muhammad Ali, even Pete, when people had written him off coming back and winning that last slam, I do believe Serena has it in here. But like you said, priorities have changed. It's a matter of stringing together the good health to get enough matches to put herself in the right position.
2: Yeah, I think definitely the the physical nature of it will come more into play. And as you get older, that starts to take more of a toll. You have to, you know, really be careful and listen to your body. And, you know, she's dealt with some injuries this past year. So that's going to be the challenge is getting back close to 100 percent, not coming back sooner, not coming back, you know, half-baked, so to speak. And, you know, it's tempting because she has you know, won so many titles. She knows what it takes. She knows how to play on those big stages, but also, you know, her priorities have changed. She's a mom now. She's also a businesswoman. She's got a lot of balls in the air um, that she's constantly dealing with. She works incredibly hard. Serena does. She's got full days. When does she find the time to practice, let alone, you know, get healthy and get ready for these events? That's going to be the challenge coming up, and hopefully we will see her back out in the new year and potentially with a chance to win another major.
0: She's Wonder Woman. She can do it all. Not many can, but Serena can do it all. Speaking of that Wonder
3: Woman, I'm not sure if you guys saw the ad during the U.S. Open where she actually got into that Wonder Woman outfit, and let me tell you, she pulled it off. <laughs> I'm going so to jump into it's, the next sequel. So good. I, it was unbelievable. It, she looked great. It.
0: She saved John McEnroe. That was, that was amazing. She, she can did, do she two things John at John once.
3: McEnroe. Listen, listen, I love John McEnroe, but uh, listen, if I'm going in a fight, I, I
0: want Serena Williams uh, defending me. Twenty. <laughs> 63 major titles, the last one coming, 2017 Australian Open. Still going after Margaret Court. We, we must note that in the Open era, Serena is the GOAT. 23 is the most in the Open era. So whether she wins one or not, it's not going to be the end of the world. No. Right? But she wants it. She, she and, and she wants more than 24. She wants 25. And as John noted in that piece, if Emma Raducanu... Ranked outside the top one hundred, Chanda, coming in with no expectations. Eighteen years old, can qual- win ten matches in a row without dropping a set. Why not the goat? Why not Serena Williams?
2: Well, Serena's already done it, and she did it around that age too. <laughs> so that's old news. You know, that we know that she can do it. Obviously, though, it gets tougher. And you know, at eighteen, Raducanu didn't know you know what was going on and and just was able to play such free tennis. Serena's in a very different place, so you've got to take that into account. So much more expectations on her, the expe- expectations she's put on herself, and that's part of what has made some of those titles so incredibly impressive. So I think, you know, that part just adds and builds and Serena, she's been one of the best at handling it, but she's got to keep handling that to get to another title, but I agree. She doesn't have to win another one. She's already got the record. Hopefully she can go in with that feeling and that level of relaxation, you know, regardless of when she does come back, you know, she just can play the best tennis that she has on her racket on that day.
3: And and very similarly to Roger as well, I think champions of that nature, they certainly want to leave on their own terms. You never want to leave off of an injury, whether it's a knee or something small, something big. You really want to leave on a high note where you're saying goodbye to the game the way you want. And listen, comparing her Grand Slams to Margaret Court's, listen, you can only compete at the time that you're in and the way the tournaments are. But... There were a lot less people competing in a lot of the Grand Slams then. I think some of the Australian Opens had maybe half the draw size, even less. So it's tough to compare. It's apples and oranges, but I don't think she needs to worry about comparing herself to anyone.
0: Absolutely. She doesn't. I think it's a great point, Chandy. You say... Just have fun out there. There's no pressure. You don't need to prove anything to anyone. You're already, Serena. You already got your 23 major titles, and that's how maybe you get 24, just having fun and playing your game. You've got a new podcast. It's not that new, but you've had a few episodes that are already out, The GOAT Podcast, talking all about Serena. So you, Zena Garrison, one of your recent guests, the great Martina Navratilova, who said, what's most impressive for me is how she won so many majors after she was 30 because it gets harder, as Martina knows, when you go to, um, Martina was still winning majors. I, I think it was like six days before she was 50. Yeah. She won her last mixed doubles
2: Pretty close major at, at the U.S. <laughs> Open.
0: So Mar- Martina can speak to that and say that, hey, maybe Serena at 40 can get it done. You've had a ton of great celebrities on this podcast as well. Uh, what has stood out to you most about Serena's impact on everyone? Because she's such a, such a transcendent human. Yeah.
2: You know, I think one of the things is, you know, what players who reach that level of greatness, what they do away from the cameras, what they do when no one's watching, when they don't have to put that much into it. They've already accomplished everything. And we hear we heard and have continued to hear over and over that Serena, she wants more and she wants to be better. She wants to be greater. It is this inner motivation. And you, we talked to somebody you know, like Martina Navratilova who is in that GOAT conversation. She understands what that is like and what that takes, that level of excellence. When she calls Serena the goat, you go, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're on to something here. But I think that's been the most impressive part. It's just hearing about all those little things Serena has continued to try to do to get better, and it shows in, in all of those titles that she's won. You
3: know, when I think of Serena, I think of something LeBron said about Kobe once, which was, you know, he's like, I, I thought I was famous until I went to China with Kobe. And you realize how big he actually was on a global level, uh, one of my heroes, rest in peace. Serena, I think, is, is very similar, both her and Venus, and, of course, uh, Serena probably to a higher degree. When they go worldwide, they've inspired, inspired so many boys and girls all over the world, different religions, different races. It is truly transcendent. And the stuff she's trying to do outside of tennis as well, from the charity work to the VC funding to companies that don't normally get it, it's, it's all remarkable. I, I think the way she's leaving her imprint goes way, 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 beyond the game.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, leaving an imprint on society as a whole and leaving the tennis world uh, as the GOAT. But there is still more to come, and we can't wait to see Serena Williams back on a tennis court soon. Much more to get to here on TC Live as well. We are leading up to the top of the hour. Big match, stadium court, bird's eye view. Look at tennis paradise. Back for the first time in more than two years. We love it at Indian Wells. Petkovic, Putin, Seva, top of the hour. Welcome back to Indian Wells, the BNP Paribas Open. Steve Weissman, Chanda Rubin, Prakash Amitraj. It is TC Live presented by Verbo. Let's take a look at our Wednesday order of play. We've got some big matches coming up. Andrea Petkovic, Julia Putin, Seva. First up on stadium, Sloan Stevens, Heather Watson. Heather has the edge head-to-head. Young American Katie Bollinets in action. Madison Keys and then Shelby Rogers against Angelina Kalinina. A lot Going on today at Indian Wells, it is day one of a two-week event, and it is a wow day—women's only Wednesday. I see what you did there. Okay, yeah, we, hey, should, love we that. should
3: we be hashtagging that today?
0: Yeah, let's hashtag it.
3: Okay, everyone out there, wow tennis today.
0: <laughs> Very good. There will be plenty of wow throughout the tournament. On Thursday and Friday, we get the men into action as well. The ladies continue on Thursday and a lot of big-time matches. Let's take a look at what's going on for the ladies on Thursday. We talked about one of the wild cards, Emma Raducanu. Another wild card went to one of our former champions here, a two-time former champion. Her name is Kim Kleisters. making her first appearance here since 2011, going to face Katerina Siniakova in the first round. The winner, Chanda, takes on 2019 runner-up Angelique Kerber. That's wild.
2: Yeah, it's tough for, for Kim at this point with her ranking so low. She's going to keep getting tough draws, and, and anything's a tough draw when you haven't had the matches, and that's what she's trying to get. This will be another one uh, right out of the gate against Katerina Siniakova that Kleister's has got to be ready for physically along with you know the mental side. She's so good, the way she hits the ball, so clean still, but it's building the match fitness back, and that takes time, and, and it's not easy in these early rounds. we we'll just
3: talk about what it's like to have Kim back, I ran her in the parking lot yesterday and she's she's just so well liked by all the players on the men and women's side just to have her energy back around here for as long as it may be uh, is an absolute blessing wonderful to see her back
0: She she is lovely always gives the like on twitter Thank you, Kim. I mean, it's fantastic <laughs> when, when you see a Hall of Famer like Kim Kleiser give you that like. like you feel okay.
2: good about yourself. You hook. feel good. Yeah, like it. you good feeling yourself
0: after that. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for her first win in the comeback, yes. so hasn't yes. won in nine years. Can she get it done in this first round match?
2: I think she can, I, but it's going to be tough. Cynthia uh, Kova, She's a player who's playing with some some real confidence. She's won a lot of matches this year. She is a champion doubles player as well, so she can do it in all areas of the court. And it's going to be a comprehensive from from Kim, comprehensive effort from. Kim Kim Kleisers, that's going to be required here. And again, just managing herself physically over the course of a two-out-of-three-set match, that is always the challenge coming back from any injury or any layoff, let alone the amount of time that she's been out. So I think she can get it done, but it's going to be a very tough one.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think it is going to be a challenge. Uh, The courts, I think, and the conditions will play a little bit into it. Kim will have to manage that. I think the courts are playing pretty slow, quite high-bouncing. Listen, when Kim's striking the ball well, She still strikes the ball just as well as she's ever done. But the point is, how will she do with the long rallies? You know, is going to be out there moving her side to side, trying to make it a physical match. So as long as she can manage that but really take her opportunities, certainly, absolutely got a great shot.
0: Lost a tough three-setter against Shea Sue in Chicago last week. So making progress, told Kamal Murray on the Tennis.com podcast. She is still seeing the ball as well as ever. One of the best clean ball strikers we have ever seen in the game of tennis. Uh, On the men's side on Thursday, we kick things off with a good slate of matches. you got the American Mackie McDonald in action against the Aussie that's been playing spectacular of late, James Duckworth. He's healthy now. He's doing fantastic. Uh, Tommy Paul against Feliciano Lopez. Stevie Johnson in action against Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. But let's focus on big foe. Francis Tiafo taking on Benoit Pair. Prakash, coming off that fourth round at the U.S. Open, what are your expectations for this matchup?
3: Uh, it's very high. Look, Francis has not been shy about saying, listen, when I got a big crowd, when I got people behind me, that's when I come to play. And I think we saw that at the Open. I mean, that Rublev match, he said, listen, I want this kid before the match. And he came out, and he had the win right there. That was his reaction after he won. So... Listen, I-, I like him in this. They're both right around the same ranking. Francis is at 49. Benoit's at 50. He's been playing well since the crowd has been back also. Mm-hmm. But uh, listen, here in California on the West Coast, I know Francis is feeling himself. Ran into him at dinner last night. Seemed to be in great spirits. So uh, I-, I like Francis to come through.
2: I love it, and I love to hear your analysis, especially when you see players off the court. Yeah, you know, you you, you, that vibe. I need to know that vibe. Hundred percent.
3: (laughs) You slouching
2: down, or you got the chest stuck out.
0: (laughs) I I, I saw Francis on site yesterday. He was doing some interviews with the ATP. Looked great. Uh, Last week, had a little barbecue with Francis, his whole team. Wayne Ferreira was there with his wife, Jordy Arcanada. best friend growing up. JTCC, College Park, Maryland, part of the team now. the, The hitting partner. I feel like he's in a good place right now.
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, after the U.S. Open, kind of having a little downtime, just getting reset, re-energized, rejuvenated. It's been a long year for all of these players, a lot of uncertainties, and, you know, you can't minimize the effect that that has. So you get to this stage, Indian Wells in a new place, Players want to be ready, especially a player like Francis who plays so well on these hard courts, who has had some success here, who's having a nice run. This is a big opportunity for him. So he's got to be in a good place mentally. He's been training. He looks fit. uh, And, you know, he's gotten, I think, a better idea of how he needs to play in those big moments, to stretch leads and to play with confidence. And he's going to need that against a guy like Benoit Paire, who can be flashy, who can be a bit tricky. But Francis has got to be more solid, and he's got to have the bigger game. And I think he can do that.
0: Fo is all about the vibes. And and there's nothing but good vibes here at Indian Wells. So I think the two will come together uh, and make a a, a smashing event (laughs) Uh, on Friday. Guess who we get to see here at Indian Wells. None other than major champion three times over. Andy Murray in action against Adrian Manorino. We also have Brandon Nakashima who could take on Taylor Fritz in round two if he gets past Federico Correa. Jack Sock has been playing well of late. Gets a wild card to take on John Millman, Jordan Thompson against former major finalist Kevin Anderson. But let's talk Andy Murray. 25-12 and 12 in the desert since his debut in 2006. Hasn't played here since 2017. Prakash, what do you want to see from Andy Murray?
3: Listen, I want to see him get off to a good start. Uh, I, I think he's got to keep building that confidence. What I love about him is the fact that he knows where he's at and he knows that he has to improve. So you know what? He doesn't mind stepping down a little bit and trying to get matches under his belt. He went to Europe, played a challenger, played a tour event there, came back, played again in the U.S. on the West Coast last week, San Diego. So he knows what he needs to do and he's okay with it. He's not saying, oh, I should be at this level. He's kind of taking it moment by moment, and that's uh, one of the best things about him.
2: Yeah, and I think it's been important for Andy Murray to get matches under his belt where he's testing himself in his game against the top players. He had an opportunity to play uh, Kasper Ruud in San Diego, and that was I think a match, he lost it, but that was a match where, you know, he was right there in terms of, you know, how he was playing points, how he was moving, and you know, that maybe gives him a little more confidence, it's a little disappointing, because he expects to win those matches, the great player that he's been, but it still tells him what he needs to work on, where he is, especially with that major injury, you know, it's amazing that he's back playing and that he's moving as well as he is with the issues he's had with the hips, so I think he just wants to keep building, but he's certainly believes he can be back at the top of the game that's what he's aiming for he's not trying to just compete out there and you see it in the way he's been working his way through some of these matches and i think it's another good opportunity for him here
0: he's a headliner no matter what former finalist here back in 2009 made his first quarterfinal in mets earlier this summer in more than two years things are on the up and up for the great brit andy murray sir andy murray a lot more to get to here on tc live we are just over halfway Through this show, from Emma to Layla to Coco, it smells like teen spirit on the WTA. We will break down the Gen Z takeover. It's time to make it rain with our DraftKings player pools preview, and we will break down all those day one matches. Stick around. It's TC Live at the BNP Paribas Open. Weissman, Ruben, Amitraj, back on TC Live, presented by Verbo. 18-year-old Emma Raducanu making history as the first qualifier to win a major title. She didn't lose a set on her way to winning the U.S. Open. It was also the first major final featuring two teenagers this millennium. And Emma and Layla are far from millennials. They are Gen Z. And with Coco Golf are the next generation of tennis champions. Take a look at the Teen Queens. We got Coco at 17 years old, 19 in the world. Emma up to 22 with that US Open victory. And 19-year-old Layla Fernandez now in the top 30 of the world. So how is the new US Open champion feeling heading into her first match since raising that trophy?
4: I think the form that I had in New York was a gradual build-up of so many weeks of tennis and I think that definitely helped at playing a lot of matches, um, but yeah, we'll see what the future holds. I don't know how my form will be, it's not something that you can turn on. I'm ready for the next challenge. I had such a great time in New York and uh, an amazing experience. It started to sink in gradually, but uh, I think I still will need time for it to fully sink in. Um, but yeah, it's a great place here and I can't wait to get started.
0: Such a mature attitude. Tennis topics sponsored by Verbo. We are back on the T C Live Desk. She has handled everything with incredible maturity. Now a major champion, eighteen years old. But talking about her, talking about Layla Fernandez, Coco Golf, the draws out, Chanda. Which of these three teens do you think can go furthest?
2: You know, they're both on the same side of the draw, Raducanu and Fernandez, although they're in different quarters. So, you know, I think they've both got some interesting challenges along the way. And for both of them, unlike Coco Golf, they haven't done a lot of sort of the groundwork, you know, that Golf has done, just ra- rising up the ranks with, you know, consistent results at times. You know, they've had this huge breakthrough, uh, Raducanu and Fernandez. So it's going to be interesting to see how they sort of handle it, how they settle in. You know, y- you can't expect too much, but they certainly, would be expecting now to do well, and it's your own expectations sometimes that can be the most difficult to deal with. So I think that's going to be the the question is sort of how, do they have good teams around them, and and how they they respond to the little things they need to do week in and week out, you know, to play consistently at that level, to keep going up the ranks, and to not feel the pressure of having to defend these titles when it comes back around next year. This is the time to kind of lay that groundwork for what's going to continue to propel them in their careers. And hopefully they can do that without too much pressure.
3: Jenna you said expectations. I, I think that's the key word for all of these three young ladies who have such tremendous futures ahead of them. Uh, Coco and Emma, they seem to have a lot more Pizzazz and sort of star energy around them, Layla sort of flies a little bit more under the radar, a little bit more unassuming. She gave the most magnificent speech uh, after the finals of the U.S. Open. I think that's going to work to her favor. I think she's going to be able to focus just on the tennis a little bit. It was interesting, Chanda, you said that, you know, they haven't really gone through the rigors of the tour like Coco has, but Layla has a little bit more than Emma. Emma just kind of came on. She had her first hardcore win just before the U.S. Open. All of a sudden wins it. Layla, she's put up a WTA title before she's worked her way a little bit more into it so uh, we certainly can't forget her but when you're looking at all three of them who's going to do the best I kind of like Coco actually because I really think being here in California having the crowd behind her I think that's going to help her a lot courts are bouncy when that serves working it is kicking up on her opponents that is very difficult to handle so uh, come down to a little bit of the execution on her serve but I like Coco to do well here.
0: It's fascinating because we've been talking all about Emma, who's now a major champion, talking all about Layla. Coco Goff is younger than both of them. Coco Goff is ranked higher than both of them. Uh, Does all the spotlight, all the success from Emma and Layla recently potentially help Coco taking some of that spotlight away from her?
2: I think it absolutely does. I think when you have other young players around you that are doing well, first of all, it's not just all on you at that point. Uh, and then also it's a motivator. Golf, you know, we talk about, you know, the fact that she has been playing and sort of doing the hard work to get her ranking up. It hasn't been just one big result. It hasn't come out of nowhere. She's had to play with a lot of pressure on her shoulders. Golf, you know, for the last year or more huge sponsors. So she's already in the thick of it where Raducanu and, and you know, of of course Leila Fernandez as well, they haven't been. This is all completely new. And so you've got to give Coco Goff a lot of credit for what she's already been able to accomplish. But I think this should relax her a little bit more and, and you know give her that motivation and even the inspiration that you know she can step up and win a major title. That's what her goal has been. Um and to see someone who is sort of a peer do it, I think that's all good.
3: Listen, Coco coming in to here, I think especially in the U.S., has had a lot of eyeballs on her. I think I'm going to bifurcate your answer and say it does help her outside of the U.S., but not within the U.S. Within the U.S., listen, she is the one. She is the young star that everyone's got their eyes on. So uh, it's a little bit of both. But, uh, but still, I don't think it's going to affect her. She's been used to it now for several years.
0: Percussion, not only bringing the fresh haircut, Bring the but, but the vocabulary. Man, listen, listen, you the vernacular. Th-
3: you, th- you thought I thought a thesaurus was a dinosaur. <laughs> no, I know exactly how to get
0: my vocabulary <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, we are leading up to the top of the hour. The BNP Paribas Open. We have been waiting more than two and a half years. It gets underway 2 p.m. Eastern.
1: Tennis Channel Live at the BNP Paribas Open is brought to you in part by DraftKings. Get in on the action with DraftKings Daily Fantasy, sports betting, and free-to-play pools. All customers can compete for their share of $30,000 in prizes all tournament long. Use code ACE when you sign up today. By Tennis Express, we deliver tennis right to your front door. Order today, ships today. And by Marcus by Goldman Sachs you can money with marcus by goldman sachs
0: back on tc live we are less than 10 minutes away from the start of play day one bnp paribas open beginning with andrea Petkovic and yulia putin seva on stadium one followed by sloan stevens and heather watson Petra Mardich takes on the young American who got a wild card. Katie Volinets, Kaya Kanepi, Madison Keys. And then Shelby Rogers, Angelina Kalinina under the lights on the stadium. A reminder to download any of the DraftKings apps. Enter their free-to-play pools every day of the tournament. All customers can compete for a shot at $30,000 in total prizes. Answer questions like who will win the match, who will have the most aces, and use the code ACE. When you sign up today, it is time for our DraftKings Player Pools Preview. We look forward to this all the time. It's Chanda against Prakash. We hope that they disagree, but we're all friends up here, so maybe maybe they will agree. We shall see. I don't like my chances. I just want to go out and say that right now.
2: Don't downplay it, Prakash. Don't try to take the pressure Don't do it.
0: Don't try it. All right, we're going through three matches today. Uh, no over-under as to who wins these matches. Chan, I'll start with you with our first one. Madison Brangle, Shea Sue, Stadium 2, Night Session, Seventh Meeting, 4-2 Shea, Head-to-Head, who wins?
2: I'm going to go with Shea. I, I mean, both of these <laughs> players are difficult to play in different ways. Madison Bringle can just make you play badly, just by the style that she has and how she hits the ball. And then Shea Sue, she can just make you look stupid out there with her shots and all of the tools that she has in her toolkit. But I'm going to go with Shea. I think she's got the edge. She's you know, had some nice wins recently. She's playing with more confidence, and she has got a terrific game, a fun game to watch.
3: We'll see how it goes for the next two, but I'm going to agree with her on this first one i think the night session is going to play into it these courts are slow they're going to play even slower at night and listen you got to hit through chase and brangle is a bit of a counterpuncher herself not sure if she's going to have the firepower
0: to do it so i'd like the head-to-head to improve all right winner takes on yelena Ostapenko. our next showdown i'm gonna start with you with this one prakash yep. who wins magdalenette or rebecca peterson 2-0 head-to-head for peterson I am going to go with the underdog
3: in this one, and I'm going to go with Magda Lynette. Again, I think the courts are going to play a little bit into it, and uh, Lynette, I think, has the power to be able to actually hit through the surface. So she's going to have
2: to bring, she's obviously, bring uh, O2 head-to-head against it, but I am going to go with Miss Lynette. I'm going to go with Magda Lynette as well. She's been playing well, she, and she's a very nice player, good mover, Lynette. See, Peterson great. just
0: made the semifinals in Nur Sultan.
2: Don't, don't try to give us a second guess yeah. our chances uh, here.
0: We're going with it. and now Not saying, it's, just saying. Don't
2: try to make us doubt ourselves. All right.
0: So they're they're going to agree on everything. Third one up. I like my chances now with Chanda agreeing with me. <laughs> Arena Camelia Bagu taking on Fiona Farrow of France. Bagu made the finals in Cleveland this summer. Who wins?
2: I'm going to go with Bagu I think she's a better hardcourt player, especially right now. I'm going to have to do the same thing. You swayed me. You
3: swayed me as soon as you gave that. right, so I
0: shouldn't give nuggets of
2: information. Yeah, you knew
3: what you were doing.
0: You gave it right there. Well, but the (laughs) second one, you didn't take it. You didn't take the bait. Uh, You went Lynette because I had a 2-0 head-to-head Peterson. True. You gave it to me after. But I'm going to go with Begu right there. I'm going to go with Begu. (laughs) All right, a reminder. Download any of the DraftKings apps and just agree with Chanda and Prakash who... You know, they're they're not going to make this. Don't try uh... to
2: split us up, Steve.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't try. I like this little vibe we got going (laughs) over here. Use the code ACE when you sign up today. More than $30,000 in prizes. Chanda, you're going to go to the booth. I got to go call some matches. Call the first match. You'll be back for TC Live tomorrow. Andy Roddick joins us on TC Live for the rest of the week tomorrow as well. You were talking about new guests. Who knows who's going to show up? We just saw Michael Costa in the green room. We'll be right back. Great to have you back on TC Live, presented by Verbo. Our stat of the day: We miss you, John Wertheim. Normally coming through with these. Check it out: Casper Rood leading the ATP in titles this year, five. You got Djokovic, Medvedev four apiece, Zverev with four as well. Hubi Hurkacz in there with three. He's got some big titles. Yannick Sinner with three. But Kasparud Prakash, the most titles on the ATP Tour this year. Just got number five in San Diego. And he beat Cam Norrie in the final. Love and two. Uh, Beat Andy Murray in that event as well. I mean, Kasparud, some say Clay Quarter. No, this guy is an all-quarter. He can do it anywhere.
3: Yeah, and uh, he had a specific message for everyone out there who called him a clay quarter during this summer. That's After one of his magnificent wins, he made the quarters in both Canada and Cincinnati leading up to the U.S. Open. Just gave a little hard courts and a smiley face. Nothing too violent in it. But you know what? Just a little statement. You know what? I can play on all surfaces and certainly showed it last week. Only dropped one set to Grigor Dimitrov. I think he's finding that difference in the movement. I think he's moving up a little bit more in the court, being a little bit more aggressive when he needs to. And uh, listen, he's got everything ahead of him. First time at 10 in the world.
0: It's absolutely incredible. Listen, he beat Andy Murray in San Diego. He was the first guy since Murray a decade ago to win back to back to back. On the ATP tour. Pretty special stuff for Casper Ruud. We are leading up to the top of the hour in our first match here, day one of the BNP Paribas Open. First up on Big Stadium Court. We're in Stadium One, but you can sort of see it behind us. Andrea Petkovic, Yulia Putin Seva. They're about to take the court right now. What's going to be the key to this matchup?
3: Well, listen, Putinseva is a very, very fiery opponent. She, she plays very well from the baseline. She's able to dictate play. I favor her from the back of the court. But Petkovic is one of those players who has a nice all-round game. She's able to th- mix up the spins and paces on her serve, and she's able to come to the net, which really separates her from a lot of opponents. Now, I know it's a very slow court out there, but I think if she can attack the net a little bit, throw in a few slices, make Putinseva feel a little bit uncomfortable out there, that's going to be her best shot to come away with the victory
0: today. Putin-Seva has had a great year. Andrea Petkovic, former top-ten player, as they are about to walk out. Take a look at it. I mean, it's got to feel good to be in the bowels of Stadium 1 and come out, and we've got fans here. I mean, it's fantastic the atmosphere that we've got at Indian Wells.
3: Yeah, fantastic to see these two be able to open play on Stadium One here. You're going to see the crowds pile in and and enjoy everything that this magnificent event has to offer. I was chatting a little bit with uh, Tournament Director Tommy Haas this morning, and uh, there's there's absolutely everything that the players want. And, And he was saying, I was saying as well, you can see the players' moods change as well. So they're just all so thrilled to be out here.
0: For Prakash, Chanda, I'm Steve. Thanks so much for joining us. Day one, TC Live. It's Brett Haber and Chanda Rubin with the call of our first match when we come back.